Hello and welcome to Xbox Life episode 250, or as I said on the first take, 2 times 5 times 5 times 5. Put that in your calculator and see what you get. I'm going to test show, that out right now. Do it, do it, do it. The show's called No Pre-Order For You. This is the show where we talk about the Xbox and Xbox, uh, what's that new one called? The Xbox 2, the Xbox half? Xbox One? Xbox One, right, right, right. So we'll be talking about anything Xbox and uh, pretty much anything else we might want to talk about. You have been warned. I'm Rob, one of your fine hosts for today. And with me today, as uh, with that silky, sultry voice that you heard just a couple seconds ago, is my good buddy Mark. Hey there, everybody. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> what? You've, you've, got a, you've got a voice made for podcasting. I have a face made for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had the perfect zing, and you know, I don't know. I was, I'm, you're slacking, Rob. Oh you're no, slacking. no, that was calculated. You should have said See, you get the face for podcasting. I, I said that, and then made you think of that, so you said it about yourself, and I was thinking about it. So whatever, I'm beautiful. Let's so it, it it came out either way, and I am, uh, I am like. I got no damage on me here. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, this is this is a, a big show. 250. I know. How Can you about believe that? that? That's, that's like... A lot. That's like, yeah, that's like one more show than last week. <laughs> and one less than next week. <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, it's 250 shows after us talking about starting this podcast. Help. It's pretty crazy. That's We've been around great... for a couple, two, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's some crazy math. <laughs> for sure. All right. Is, is there anything you want to talk about before we get on with it? I do. This has been a great week, Rob. Because you know tell what's, me, do you know what's out this week? There's something in the stores out this week that just makes the world a better place. The return of the is that Twinkie. Coca-Cola? Well, Coca-Cola does run run up there. For me, it's Coke, but yeah, Twinkies okay. have returned. How about that? Yeah, the host of Twinkie. Which day did they come back? Was that today? I think it was maybe yesterday this or today. Day. I've seen it on the news. I just know they're back. Yeah. So, Did you get some? No, I, no, <laughs> I haven't. In fact, the wife went to the store today, and she brought me back a Nestle Crunch, a, a Girl Scout cookie thin mint flavored Nestle Crunch bar. That was yeah. fantastic, <laughs> and I have a it was I have another one sitting here that it says caramel and coconut, but it's uh, I think it's a yeah. Samoa. I think the Samoa is the cookie, so they they got some so, kind of special run of Nestle Crunch cookies that are yeah, they do. Girl Scouts yeah, flavored. So, so I'm saving that one for after the show. The Thin Mint was yummy. <laughs> yeah, yummy, yummy. So. Yeah. It sounds interesting. So what a what a great week. We got Twinkies back in the store. We got Nestle yeah. Crunch running Girl Scout cookie special thing jiggers, candy bars. It's awesome, man. What hey, what here, I got a question for you. Okay, so I haven't really been following this whole thing. So I know Hostess went under and some other company bought them you know, bought up the the rights and everything. So this is actually Twinkies from another bakery, essentially, right? Uh, you know what? It's too bad Democulus isn't here because he is the man that would notice. Because he's oh a red, yeah, that's he's true. He's a red guy. 
and uh, he actually delivers bread, and it was his company, I guess, that was trying to buy the Hostess rights. But I thought I thought it was still Hostess. I thought Hostess somehow was able to get back. I don't I don't think someone else bought them out. Okay. I, I thought they were could able be to, wrong. to work it out where Hostess. Or you could back. be wrong. It doesn't matter. Irregardless, has nothing yeah. to do with Xbox. Right. It, so, it has everything to do with Twinkies are in the grocery store, so go get them and enjoy them. <laughs> so, you know, the thing I was going to ask was, okay, so, you know, Twinkies disappeared. Now they're back, you know, under the Hostess label once again. What about the other ones? You know, like Suzy Q's and what, Ding Dongs and whatever okay. all those other are, – are those – because those disappeared too, right? Um, I, yeah, everything, every hostess thing disappeared. And actually these were today, by the way, it was today, Monday that the uh, Twinkie came back. So there, and let me mute my stupid speakers because some ad is running, even though I hit pause, it still keeps running. But, um, as far as I know, it says also, okay, so, and this is, I know this is stupid stuff, but we got to talk about it because it's like, no, it's tasty stuff, tasty treats. So Twinkies came back today. Uh, but it does say made under new ownership, so you are correct. Okay. Um, with a slightly and with a slightly different recipe that extends oh, so their made shelf it life yes. by about three weeks. Okay, so, so they put in more chemicals. It must be, yeah. Um, also and they re- are making it cheaper. Also returning are ding dongs, cupcakes, and the rest of the Hostess snack family. Okay. Now privately, now owned by private equity firm Apollo Global Management and C. Dean Metropolis and Company. So there you go. There's your answer. How about that? You know, I guess we did have to discuss this because, you know, being gamers, uh, you know, gamers are known for just eating garbage, you know, while they're playing. So there it does relate. I guess, I, you know, we have to, you know, perpetuate the stereotype somehow. But it's right? gonna, it's a different recipe. I wonder if they're going to taste different. They're probably not. That'd probably be really close. You know, they just, you know, the they give you that greasy mouth feel and just load it up with sugar. And then, you know, it's like you eat one of those and you can't taste anything after that anyway for like at least half hour. Do you ever notice like you eat a Twinkie and then you like drink some Mountain Dew? It's like drinking like carbonated water. I mean, you don't taste anything. Yeah. Do you ever notice that? <laughs> no. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm the weird one then. You are weird. So, but anyways. <laughs> Thank you. What have you been playing, Rob? Well, uh, I suppose I've been playing a little bit of Walking Dead. I, I did complete that. Oh, that's right. We're supposed to talk about that today, aren't we? That's right. That's right. That's right. I totally forget. It's only I, been a week? Man. Oh, no. It's been more than a week. Well, no. It came out on what? Thursday or Friday? Yeah, well, but we recorded last week. It, it seems yeah. like... I remember last week I said you can't talk about it. Right, right. So I played it the next day. So it would have been okay, a, a week ago it. today. Yeah, I completed it. Um, and it's like I don't even remember it. <laughs> I completely yeah, forgot no. about The Walking Dead. So. Yeah, I, I had uh, – I just actually finished, uh, I don't know, probably the last 15 minutes of it today. And I was sitting there and, like, there's this billboard that um, – I'm not really going to say too much about it. But there's this billboard uh, in the game – that's got people's faces on it, and I really couldn't remember who who did what. It, it was weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, well, how about this? We will, what say you, we talk about The Walking Dead 
at the end of our show today. Yes. How's that sound? And then we can. That'd uh, be fantastic. We can. We'll have like a spoiler show at the very end. So. That was the plan, my friend. That was. I totally forgot about it. So. So what else have you been playing? Uh, that's that's about it. All right. Well, I played. I played a couple games this week. I did play a little bit of Guitar Hero Metallica. I did complete my bass career. Now I got to go through as a singer. I, I like, you know, I like Metallica, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to work my way through it. Just yeah, something yeah. I can do. If I want to just play for a few minutes or I'm bored, I'll throw some, you know, play that and throw that in. So I'm now working on the vocal career, but yeah. I also played, Rob, did you get Defense Grid, The Awakening? Yes, I did. Okay. Cause today's the last day to get it. Oh, that's it's right. The freebie. So, um, yeah, in fact, I should post in the Facebook and the Twitter right now, uh, grab it because tomorrow something else comes out, but defense grid, the awakening is an Xbox live arcade game that all gold members get for free for the first two weeks of July. Dude, this has been, this is a fantastic game. Really? I love it. I, I have been playing it and I got frustrated at it tonight, dude. I'm, I'm getting close to the end of the story mode and man, this one level is kicking my behind. Um, it's just a tower defense game, but it is a lot of fun. I really enjoy this game, and I'm like, this is the kind of stuff that I wanted free from Microsoft. To me, it doesn't have to be a full retail game. You know, you give me an arcade title that's a fun, good arcade title, I'm happy. Right. You know, so don't... Because, you know, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of titles that kind of slip on through, and they're awesome. Yeah. Like, like... This might be one of them. This, this, I, this I have, I, this is like the best free game I ever got. Do you remember this game being, you know, when it came out at all? Or no. Anything? No? No. And I probably would have passed just because it's a tower defense game. Yeah, I don't like you those. Know. <laughs> but it was free, so I'm like, oh, let me try it. Oh, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Interesting. So okay. I, I, I urge you, Rob, to give it, jump into it and play it. Give it. A, I think you'll be like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, um, you know, I grabbed it on that first day that it was available, and um, it downloaded yeah. At least I think it did. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure it did because I was playing uh, something when it when it finished. So, but uh, so I've been playing that quite a bit this week, and then the you've big... been playing something else that you got like a big crush on. Don't oh you? my goodness! What you know? <laughs> I've been playing. I, I put Red Dead Redemption back in a while back. Okay, and it was. When I had started playing it again and, and got back to the game and I triggered an achievement, I went back and looked and it had been three years Wow! between achievements. So, you know, when the game came out, originally I picked it up and played through it. I got stuck and I, I left the game for quite a while, three years. Got back to it, finally got past that point, you know, and uh, finished, did finish the campaign. So this past week, last Tuesday, as a matter of fact, um, there was some community members here who we got on and, uh, we played, um, the co-op. We, we had decided, we said, Hey, let's get together and do some co-op cause there's like a free co-op missions. So we downloaded them, got together on Tuesday night and played through all of them. And, uh, I hope I remember everybody that was there, but it was Ash Darkthorn, uh, Mark Nocturnal and the Kilted Gnome is who I played with. And, Man, we had a blast, and then we played again this weekend. Uh, Democulus uh, went through with uh, with Ash, and um, uh, who was it that joined us? I think it was uh, 
might have been Johnny Don't. I think it was Johnny Don't. Yes, it was. He joined us this weekend, and we were playing. So we 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 got all the gold on the co-op missions and did all of them. And dude, the game was so much fun. That free DLC, it's like made me wish that, like now I want Red Dead Redemption Two, but I want it to be the campaign, the storyline. I want it to be co-op. It was so much fun riding with three other guys in your posse doing these missions, you know, it's like I, I would drive the stagecoach and someone would hop on and be the shotgunner. And then two of the guys would get on their horses and they're, they're fighting off the bandits and stuff. And, and it was just so much fun, dude. It was just like, nice. This is what co-op should be. It was an absolute blast to play. We had a, a just a ton of fun. Um, even when we died and had to repeat the mission, we just, the, what I really love about it is even if you fail, you got to start all over that whole mission over, even if you're right at the end, um, there's checkpoints, but the checkpoints don't count if you all die. What the checkpoints are is if some people die, as long as one person can get to that checkpoint, then all the dead people will come back in and you continue. If all of you die, then you got to repeat the whole mission over. But if that happens, what's really nice is you still get to keep your experience, your XP counts. So you don't really, you don't lose anything, you know, except, completing the mission so it we just had a great time it was really well done um i ended up uh getting the um so okay so we did all that on tuesday and then we got it got together again i think it was saturday night and we were playing uh ash darkthorn and i we were playing um until i think it was 4 30 in the morning his time it's like one oh. thirty in the morning, my time. I finally was like, I got to go, man. I got church in the morning. And uh, I'm like, I got to go. But I didn't want to stop playing. And the thing is, is we had finished the co-op a long time earlier that night. So we were just we were just kind of – and so many times we're like, yeah, okay, well, I think I'm going to call tonight. I had said like three hours earlier, four hours earlier that I was going to call tonight. I was going to go watch a movie or something when we were done with the co-op. And then like something came up and – we came across some kind of mission or something. And I'm like, what's this? And it was, it had to do with one of the DLC packs. And so I'm like, oh, we can do all this stuff co-op. So I, I actually hopped out, looked at the, the DLC, ended up buying the undead collection. So it's like you get like the undead redemption or whatever. It's like a, an extended campaign, but it's with zombies. So it's an extended story campaign, which like is $10. Uh, or 800 Microsoft points. Then there's like two others, like a liars and a cheat and a thieves and something. Okay, so there's like two, there's like a total of three DLC packs, yeah, and they're yeah. like all eight 800 Microsoft points. Or you could buy this undead collection for 1600 Microsoft points. So it's like buy two get one free. I'm like, let me just buy the whole pack. So I just bought it, downloaded it, got back in the game. We started doing some of these missions. I don't know what they're for. I mean, I don't even know. But we started doing like the challenges that are in the game. All the, there's all these free roam challenges. So the next thing I know, we're in town, and I happen to notice that I was like, hey, there's a challenge for getting your wanted level up to like 500 bucks or something. So you go, we, so we, go, into, we go into town, we just start killing people randomly, just shooting civilians, which triggers the cops, and they start coming, and we're just hanging out in the saloon and just killing people and we we you yeah, know yeah. we get that and then it's like oh survive like three minutes so i know why the cops are after you so we've got those and the next thing i'm like oh wait now there's one for a thousand reward and, and surviving for five minutes and it actually kept the challenges kept going up and up and up 
And then the top one that I saw was I got to the point where it's like, well, your next one's like get to 5,000 for your bounty level. I got it up over 4,000. And then I got killed, and I was like, no. So I had to come back in. you got to build it all back up again. But we just kept doing that for hours, just sitting there, just shooting everybody, just trying to get our bounty level up. And it was just so much fun, dude. I mean, we weren't really doing nothing, just killing people. That's it. You know, and it was just so much fun. So, um, yeah, it was fantastic. I'm really gotten back into this game. Um, and then yesterday I played some of the undead DLC and wow, that's hard, man. Cause you have to shoot the people in the head. And if you've played these games, that's not, it's not like a first person shooter. It's not that easy to do. Um, so I, I use the, um, I forgot what it's called, but you can like slow down time. He's got some, I think, oh, dead eye mode i think is what it is so after you kill so many people you you know you get your dead eye rates up and you can click in on the right stick and everything like almost stops and then you can click off on a couple zombies heads and then hit your trigger and he does like this real quick you know bam 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 and takes everybody out so that's really cool that's very helpful but right now my horse is like a zombie dude (laughs) I'm, but yet it's it's not attacking me. I but I jump on it, and ride him, and dude, the thing's got like his head is nothing but a skeleton and bones, and it's bloody oh. and it's just disgusting looking. And I'm like, I want a real horse. I don't want to get on that thing. That's gross. <laughs> but it's it's really fun, man. I'm just I'm having a blast with this game, and I can't believe that it's been around for as long as it has, and I'm just just really like experiencing it almost like for the first time. So, which is great because I've been in such a gaming drought. I was just about to say, you know, you were in a slump for a long time and this is like a total reversal. Oh man, this game is so much fun. I I really having so much fun with Red Dead. So I'm hoping to get back. I'm actually tonight when we're done recording, I'm planning to get back on the game and I want to see if I can get in. Just, I want to get that. uh, I found out there's an achievement. If you get to that 5,000 bounty level, and then go pay off the bounty, you'll get an achievement for it. And I didn't even know that. So someone in our community told me that. So I'm going to try that tonight, see if I can do it. <laughs> okay, cool. But fun game, man. I'm having a blast. It was just excellent time. So but uh, that wraps up what I've been playing this week. Sweet. All right. So uh, you ready to get on with it then? Yeah, I think let's dive into it and get it going. Let's- Let's do it. All right. So the first story here is one for all our Battlefield fans. I'm not sure how they're going to feel about this story, but um, Battlefield 4 is going to enlist the aid of Kinect on Xbox One. Uh, so if you're not getting Xbox One, it probably won't matter. But Battlefield 4 on Xbox One will implement some sort of Kinect functionality. Though DICE isn't really talking specifics just yet, but the general manager, Carl Magnus Trotson, said that DICE has a pretty pragmatic view on Kinect and that due to the series' emphasis on skill, input is a big factor when designing features. So motion controls are out. Yes! So it's probably, my guess, it's going to be, you know grenade out or maybe you can use voice commands to you know uh you know instead of having to like target and then uh target like right now in battlefield 3 you you can look at your objective and like hit i think the back button or the start button one of them and it actually basically 
trigger tells the rest of your team to you know attack this or defend this. My guess is we're probably going to be able to say like defend A or attack A, and it would issue that order. That's probably what they're going to do. So, which I think that's cool because I hated trying to get on that thing and then hit the button. It just you know was kind of wonky in my opinion. So I'd rather have the ability just to holler it out to my connect. Oh yeah. But then again, I could just say in my party attack A. <laughs> What's the uh, difference? But you get points if you if you actually do it in a game. You know, you set that as an objective, and your team goes and does it. Then your team actually ends up with points. So, but uh, so yeah, now I think that might be kind of cool. Uh, we'll have to see uh, how it works. And uh, this game is set to launch October 29th. So and it's bring in it's going to bring back the commander mode of the game too, which is pretty cool. And what I think is cool, like on Xbox One, if you have a tablet with Smart Glass, I guess you can play. You can do the commander mode, I think, through the Smart Glass app. So you don't even have to be. You can play the commander mode, and not even be at your Xbox. Okay. So that's going to be kind of cool. I, I that you know there was a lot of those apps that or these um, Smart Glass things that they were showing at E3. You know, it made me want to buy a Surface. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really. It's like, and that's not the only reason, but it's like, you know, I, I have a Kindle HD, and the only thing I ever use it for is when I travel, just for watching movies on the airplane, and that's it. It's the only thing I ever use it for. Okay. You know, wife's got an iPad, and you know, but if I got, if I went with a Surface Pro. I could actually not take my laptop with me when I travel, just take my Surface. I can connect all my all my stuff through work, through through uh, Citrix, and and on the Surface Pro because it's like a, it's like a laptop. But I could have right, it. Right. I could do my movies. I could play Xbox games. You know, with like the Smart Glass, I can do all my work related stuff. It's a PC. It's a tablet, all in one. It, it really, you know, kind of made me start thinking like. I really kind of would like to have one of those, but then I saw the price tag of them. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, the pros are brutal. Like a, they're like twelve hundred bucks, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, I saw one at a client site. The guy uh, uh, that I was working with, he had one of those things. He carried it around with him everywhere. Uh, it, it, I mean, it looked pretty cool, and he really liked it. I mean, and he had the pro. Right. That's what that I was, was the one that just got released, right? Yeah, that's the one that actually is like a, you know, the non-pro version is just like doesn't, my understanding is it doesn't run like Windows 8 apps. There's no, there's, I don't think there's a desktop side to it. It's just the tablet, like an iPad, where the pro version is actually running a full-on Windows 8. You can run Word and Excel and connect, you know, or do all the, you know, everything as if you're on a laptop. Right. So... You know, it's like the tablet and the laptop version of Windows 8. So, so yeah, it's it could truly replace a laptop. So potentially, yeah, because I hate lugging my laptop. I yeah, truly, especially if you got one of those real heavy ones. It's not heavy, but you got the power cord, the mouse, the you know. I mean, it's still it's not light. It's a normal size laptop, you know. It's yeah. not one of those little micro mini ones or anything, you know. And it's like I don't hard, I hardly ever use it on a customer site, 
you know, uh, unless I'm doing a presentation or something. But even that, I could do that on a Surface Pro, you know. Right, right. So it's just like, man, this would, you know, I'd love to drop down to one of those little tablets. That's all I got to carry around instead of this giant laptop bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, for sure. But and then when I'm sitting at the airport, I could play Commander mode for Battlefield Four. <laughs> I could direct <laughs> troops. Have you got I just think that'd be cool, man. You got a Wi-Fi, you connect to smart glass, bam, you're playing Battlefield, you know, from a different mode. And I just think that would be neat because I, I one thing I've noticed um, is like, you know, the smart glass when it first came out, we haven't seen a whole lot for it. It's been more kind of stupid stuff, a lot of like the whole Facebook tie-in. But the the impression I got with E3 this year, and this is something I don't think we really talked about, but Smart Glass, I think that they're really going to push it. I think these developers are they're 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 wanting to make it more integral into the game, make it fun, make make it someone would want to play this portion of the game. You know, not where it's just like, oh, people probably do it for the very you know one time and then move on and never touch it again. You know, like a lot of the Facebook games <laughs> or yeah. Facebook tie-ins or, you know, you're, they're always trying to tie stuff in. But it's like you want to keep people coming back. You want to make it a feature that people are going to use. Exactly. Because if you get someone invested in Battlefield, people are pretty vested anyways in their game. And when they're away from their console or their PC, the only way to stay in, into the game is reviewing their stats, right? But okay. if if DICE makes the smart glass commander mode like you're actually playing because i mean that's the simple thing you're looking at the map you you're just touching say send this thing here you can touch you know uav you know tap uav and then tap your finger on the screen where you want to deploy it i mean it's not hard but you could be in a live game you know drop the supplies yeah, very here. True. do you know it's saying it's telling these people to attack this you could easily do that but you're still in the game you're doing the same thing as if you're sitting at your console and, I mean, you're keeping people more vested in your game and keeping them come back. So now you're getting them to play even more than you did before. You know, so I think, and that's kind of what I got from a lot of the smart glass stuff I saw. Um, you know, so I, I really have a good feeling that this next generation, I think smart glass is going to be something that a lot of us will probably use more than just having it a map on your lap, you know. Because to me, that's stupid. I could just hit the back button and there's my map. Why would I look down? You know, yeah. why do I have to have a device in my lap? But when I'm on the road or I'm sitting on there, you're like Rob, you're commuting on the train. You know, why not? Why you could sit there and play the game? I mean, that's the easiest way to get into these games. You know, so. Dude, I, I can see it now. I mean, you know, Smart Glass, they, they make it accessible from all these different devices, you know, not necessarily just the surface. And then there you are sitting on the plane, you know, waiting to land so you can, you know, sink back up and water your patty pan squash in Battlefield 4. <laughs> not playing Farmville. <laughs> no. It's Battle Farmfield. Battle Farmfield. <laughs> no, I mean they could they could literally take one of those aspects of you know the games like those uh those crazy like Zynga games and and they could like integrate some of that like psychological mind messing yeah. in there you know just to keep you like vested like you know oh I, I, I need I to be in a, I need to be in a bullet factory <laughs> I hope they don't do that I don't because to me that's the 
that's the stupid side of it, you know. Yeah. When they take the commander mode, like in Battlefield 2, which a lot of people enjoy playing as, and you make that into a really cool, dedicated, smart glass application that's you are involved in the game, you're ranking up, you're getting XP for doing these things, then when you're not on your Xbox, people, you know, can still play. They're still vested in that game. Um, I think that's great, and it makes it a more realistic way to extend the game experience. Yeah. Well, so. you know what I was talking about actually might have happened if Don Matrick had stuck around and had his way. Did you hear about that? Yeah. How you want, didn't, uh, we talk, didn't we talk about that last week? Or I don't think so. I don't remember. Oh. I thought that was more recent. That was where uh, he was well, – so, you know, of course, he left uh, for Zynga, what, I think last week? Yeah. Or was it today, his first day? Anyway, it's some, somewhere it was, around. I think now. it was last week. It was just because I thought we talked about this. Yeah, I'm yeah, we talked about him. But uh, he was in when he was initially talking with Zynga, he wanted Microsoft to buy Zynga or a large stake in it. So you know, if they did that, they would have probably, you know, pulled in some of those uh, those goofy games somehow. Did you find it? Did you find it? How did you find I it? I don't. I get. Um... I, yes, we did talk about it last week because it was in our community questions. So we talked about it last week. That's so last week, Rob. Are you sure? Yes. Where yes. they wanted to buy Zynga. No, where where Matrick left to go to Zynga. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm talking. He wanted Microsoft to buy Zynga. Ooh, why? Exactly. Why? What a see. That's, I'm glad well, he's gone, dude. I'm glad he's gone. He's a freaking here, here, job. Here, I just found the story. <laughs> Uh, basically says uh, he had been angling for uh, Zynga to become part of the Xbox family before he left to become CEO of, of Zynga. And uh, this was confirmed uh, to Bloomberg. Let's see, when was this? This was, uh, this was confirmed actually last week, last Monday. And... They further say, oh, this is way back when. So acquiring all or part of Zynga in 2010 when discussions began between Matrick and Zynga founder uh, Mark Pincus. That is just crazy. Yeah. I think that's a worthless company, but. Yeah, so that was way, way, way back. I, <laughs> I missed that 2010 part. I mean, that was three years ago then. See, your news That's is when old, they were hot. old news. No, my news is new. Our listeners want current stuff. <laughs> oh, and I wanted to say, but just so you know, i got to give you a warning. If okay. you if you do get Battlefield 4 and you decide to play through the Smart Glass app while you're commuting on the train, just be careful not to shout out to your team, blow up the train! <laughs> okay? <laughs> that might cause you some troubles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I don't want to see you in the news as being reported as a terrorist trying to take out the metro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> and then of course you could say I got. Then of course knowing Rob, you'd be like, I blame video games. <laughs> I blame that guy Mark. No, it's Wingman's pro- fault. No, you got to blame the video games. So <laughs> the video game made me do it. <laughs> yes. In this case, it would be true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. You're gonna play that on the on the, so that's our public service announcement for today yes. for all our commuters out there. Careful what you say when you're playing your video games on the 
on your commute. <laughs> Absolutely. If, if you're on any mode of transportation, do not shout that you are going to do anything to anything. Exactly. So, uh, also, word out to the wise: don't don't even say any that don't say anything like that on Xbox Live. Was it uh, there was a guy recently put in jail because he made some kind of comments? I think he was playing League of Legends. Did you hear about that one, Rob? No, no, I missed this. There was some kid for put in jail. They they accused him of making terroristic threats or something, and I guess he was made some comments in the game to somebody. And I mean, even was like laughing, and you know, it was all like a joke. I mean, you know, it was not. They were just talking smack in the game, and I guess he got jailed and brought up on terrorism charges. Nice. This country's just so stupid. You know, we let the terrorists go free, but we're going to jail kids, you know, kick kids out of school because they got a Pop-Tart in the shape of a gun. And you get, you got to use them as an example. You know, you can't use terrorists as an example. You no, because that's use... profiling. Yes. Can't do that. Don't want to get sued. Exactly. So we go after the kids and the video games. And it's just stupid. This country's going down the toilet. So, but anyways... Rob, when we make yeah. it rich off this this Xbox Live podcast, when we strike it rich, we're gonna have to buy our own island and start our own country, and lot <laughs> just not let anybody else in. <laughs> yes. Except an ISP. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Okay. So moving on, uh, Halo Spartan Assault is going to be out real soon now, uh, and Verizon is going to get the exclusive initially. In the United States, can you believe that? So this is a game that's going to be out on the Windows platform, of course. It's going to be out on uh, Windows Phone, the Surface uh, tablets, and Windows 8 PCs. So if you have any of those, you're in luck. But if you have a Verizon phone, you're going to be even luckier because you're going to get first uh, access to this game. It's going to be six ninety nine, so seven dollars. They're, they're going to be the beta testers. Yes. <laughs> You can probably think of it that way, yeah. Yeah. So a cool $7, and thankfully you can use money to buy it, not Microsoft points, right? So you just use your 7 bucks, and you can get it, and uh, it's going to be available for all four of Verizon's uh, Windows Phone 8 models. If you don't have Windows Phone 8, you just have to wait until uh, the PC version comes out probably. Isn't that, but isn't that, when is it coming out to Verizon, the end of the month? It is coming out, um, good question. I thought it was like July 28th. So or the, the game's, the game's supposed to come out this month. So I would imagine, well, yeah, so it's got another, what, two weeks to come out? Yeah. Any longer than that, we're in August. Yeah. So the Verizon version is going to be out uh, within the two weeks, and then everything else will follow sometime thereafter. Yeah, we don't have a actual date on this. I am looking forward to seeing this game um, on the Windows platform. I want to see what it's like. I yeah. would probably buy this for my PC and play it. Yeah, too bad it's not going to be part of the Steam Summer Blowout Sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, because you can't get it on Steam. Sorry. No steam. No steam for you. Yeah, well, you know what else you can't have? What's that? You can't order an Xbox One if you didn't pre-order it. All gone? All gone, baby. Everywhere? Uh, Well, Amazon has sold out. GameStop has sold out. 
And funny, I mean, this this just doesn't make any sense to me, but Best Buy has reopened their Xbox One Day One pre-orders. Um, They're holding out. I, I know, this is this just doesn't make any sense. But I guess Best Buy right now is about the only one that is uh, that you, where you can get this, the uh, Xbox One pre-ordered right now. So GameStop and Amazon have sold out of all their stock. Um, Best Buy currently supposedly still has some as of uh, uh, this, as of today. You know, by the time you hear this, it may have been sold out. They may be sold out right now. This article came out earlier today. So uh, Walmart supposedly has some Xbox One Day One editions for pre-order as well. I haven't really heard much about them, so I don't know if they're completely sold out yet or not. But uh, if you haven't gotten yours yet and you want one, you better check Best Buy and Walmart. Um, your, you know, GameStop and Amazon, I guess, are done. So you're gonna have to keep checking yeah. with those guys, see if they get a new stock if you want one. So. Yeah. Did you you did get yours in right, Rob? I did pre-order, yes. Okay. Yeah, me too. So, and I've ordered a whole bunch. Yeah, of I think we pre-ordered at the same time, didn't we? We did it live, didn't we? That's right, or something. Yeah, like that. that's just the way we roll. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> stuff beyond uh, last week, so. I don't even remember last week, so. <laughs> yeah, you did. You were trying to call me out on the metric thing. <laughs> exactly. See. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. So. Yeah, so we got them in, and you know, hopefully it's worth it. You know, you could get the what couple extra things. What was that? You get a, a different box, right? Yeah. And then you get some uh, like that matters. Some game content. You'll get some codes games. for some games if you bought the games. To, yeah, unlock some content. So yeah, or you know, you get like a special controller that says you know oh, yeah, day yeah. one or whatever stamped on it. Uh, it it's not. It's to me, it's hey, not really that. It's something. If, if you were going to buy the system anyway, you may as well just get the extra stuff, you know? Right. Why not? Why not? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same amount of money, exactly. although I think we saved a dollar. Wasn't it like four ninety-eight. Yeah, I think we saved a buck because we went yeah. to Amazon. So we saved a buck and we got the day one stuff. So if you ordered it through GameStop, sucker! <laughs> Aha, cost you a dollar more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or how many Microsoft points is that? What, 100? 80 is like a dot is Oh, 80 like points dollar. is a buck. There you go. So, so Yeah. That's that's almost that's a little over three. That's like three and a half birthday presents from Microsoft. <laughs> I was just going to say it's three birthdays. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They have to wait three whole years to get that discount back. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of Microsoft points, there's uh, something that came out not too long ago that says that Xbox Live Rewards is going to be doing away with points starting in uh, September, it looks like. So uh, bye-bye points and yet another spot, and then eventually they'll probably totally go away, I would think. Well, didn't they say they had something planned? But yeah, I don't think it's going to be the same because, see, when they give points away, it's very different than, like, money. You know, it, 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 
you know, it's all the accounting and the way the boxes are. And I mean, you know, for Joe Consumer, it doesn't make any sense. You'd think, well, they could still give me, you know, a 25 cents in my account, but it just doesn't work that way, you know. Yeah. So I, I think we're probably going to see the end of it. Um, but they did say there's something planned. I just don't know what. So I just, what, what I think they just, all they really need to do is just say, if you're a gold member, and, uh, you know, you're still going to feed me advertisements on top of my paid subscription. Uh, just give me free games every month, like PlayStation yeah. Plus, and make them good ones, like uh, Defense Grid. Yeah. So, not six-year-old retail titles that I've played four years ago. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll, uh, you know, phase out the Microsoft points for, uh, uh, like, Xbox One points. Or maybe they'll just give you. Maybe, they may, maybe they'll switch it and do like avatar items. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff they can still give you out for a rewards program. It costs know. them nothing. Yeah, I mean, they own Rare, so they got those guys just sitting around making T-shirts for avatars. <laughs> you know. yeah. Can you imagine that? What do you do for a living? I make T-shirts for an avatar. <laughs> I wonder what kind of money's in that. You know, like Dude, you know, you you spend like a be day. A lot. It you know, you spend like being a graphic artist. You spend a day, you make a T-shirt, and then what do they go for? Like two fifty? Uh, I suppose it depends on it's like two hundred points, something like that. I think most of them are like eighty points. It's like a buck for points. a for a T-shirt or a hat or so. But I suppose if it's like a Halo item, you know, Halo armor, they're going to charge you like two bucks, two and a half yeah, bucks. Yeah. They're going to milk you where they can. <laughs> right. Yeah, we should uh, make a uh, Xbox Life avatar T-shirt. That'd be cool, dude. I would. That's what I want to see. Forty-three dollars each. <laughs> or free with a paid subscription to <laughs> TXL podcast. Yeah. <laughs> At forty-three dollars each, you get twenty-five cents off on your birthday. There you go. <laughs> hey, it works for Microsoft. It's got to work for us. Right? Yeah, I like that plan. So. All right. All right. So, you know, we talked about, you know, when the Xbox was revealed, um, and then after E3, the Internet erupted, and all the stupid people in the world said, oh, Microsoft is evil, and you're ruining me and my console, and I'm not going to buy one, you know. Oh, wait, and, and also, I don't like change. Yeah, I don't like change. I'm a whiny, cry baby. Uh, where, where? Eh. So, my- so then Microsoft reverses everything and says, "Okay, we're going to give you an Xbox 360 uh, in a black, in a new shiny black box with a new controller." And uh, yeah, we're going to take away everything we just talked about on the reveal in E3. We're going to take away all the cool stuff because all the whiny babies don't like it. So that happened, right? And then now there's petitions out to bring it all back. It's like, oh, come on, people. I'm just like, get over it. But now there's petitions that everybody wants the stuff back. You know, it's like everybody wants their cake yeah. and they want to eat it too. And, and uh, the Microsoft PR people are saying this worked perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Right according to our plans. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, Xbox uh, corporate VP, Mark Witten, says that he wishes that Microsoft had done a better job explaining the features of the Xbox One, many of which were removed when the company reversed the console's always-online connection policy. So, uh, Witten responded to a recent online petition asking Microsoft to re-reverse its decision 
and re-implement features like family sharing, which would have allowed users to share their digital games with other Xbox One owners via Xbox Live. The thing that's really gratifying is that people are excited about the types of features that are possible, he says. And it's sort of a shame on us that we haven't done a good, as good of a job as we can to make people feel like that's where we're headed. We need to do more work to talk about what we're doing because I think that we did something different than maybe uh, than maybe how people were perceiving it. For one thing, he said, family sharing isn't necessarily gone for good. If family sharing is something that people are really excited about and want, we're going to make sure that we find the right way to bring it back. It would require additional engineering to enable family sharing after Always Online was dropped. So the feature was removed from the Xbox One launch window. Witten said Microsoft learned a lot of lessons over the course of the Xbox One's reveal, and the company will be engaging more with the community going forward. I think it's the number one thing I'd want to do if I went back, was have the conversation more open and more complete. So, you know, I think, Rob, you and I talked about this, that we kind of expected, you know what, they're probably going to end up implementing this stuff in the future anyways. And, you know, I was listening to... I think it was IGN podcast, and they brought up some really good points. And um, or you know maybe no, actually I think it was game trailers. I think I was listening to bonus round, and they were talking about how you know all, everybody in the Sony press conference went nuts. How they thought, oh you know Sony is awesome, they're the greatest, you know they're cheesecake, and Microsoft is dog poo. <laughs> Yet you know when the PlayStation Three and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty launched, you know we didn't have the iPhone. You know, and the iPhone right, right. has really, really changed the world. It really has. I mean, you think about it. It's hard to believe, like, wow, when the 360 came out, there was no such thing as an iPhone. We just had plain old freaking cell phones that just made phone calls, you know. Or maybe they had phones. a Maybe they had a camera in it. Yeah. You know, that was like the big thing. Ooh, yours has a camera. How cool. Let they, me spend four hours typing a T9 email message. Exactly, you know, and yeah. so you look at it, now everybody's connected all the time, and how how things have changed since the invent of the iPhone and tablets, and, you know, we, you know we've seen all these things like Facebook and Twitter, and, you know, the, the world has changed, and Sony's taking the approach of, we're not going to do anything, we're just going to give you the same thing you've always had, okay, and that's what everybody loved for some reason. You know, Xbox mm-hmm. wants to move forward, and here's what I thought was real interesting. If you if you put out a box, PlayStation 4, they're putting out a box, they're essentially going back to the old school, we're going to make it look better. We're going to make the graphics prettier. That's what they're giving you, better graphics, right? Right. But that's pretty much it. The, the Xbox One says we're going to do that, but we're also going to put HDMI in, which the guys in the bonus round are like, that's huge. You know, these are, these are, this was a developer, and actually it was the developer, I can't remember his name, but he was from Naughty Dog. Uh, he wasn't a developer, he was uh, a founder. One of the founders, he was a co-founder, I think there was two guys that founded Naughty Dog, but okay. um, he was on the show and he was like, you know, all he does, they develop solely for Sony, that's it. But he's sitting there saying, you know, what Microsoft did with the HDMI, you know, in is huge. He's like, this is amazing. This is great. And, it, it, you know, people are not understanding or getting it. It's like they're so missing out on this. 
And they talked about all the features about, you know, the world's going digital. You know, look at your books, look at your music, look at your movies. You know, I don't rent from Netflix anymore. I don't go to a video store anymore. I digitally stream my movies from Amazon or from um, Xbox Video. Most of, you know, that's how I do all my video rentals now. Uh, wow, we get our yeah. we get our books from you know the Kindle store and we buy our music on iTunes. You know, I mean, really, most of us, most people nowadays don't buy physical media. Uh, you know, and, and everything else around us when it comes to our entertainment. Yeah. Dude, games. Did you check out like the audio section of Best Buy. I don't. I don't even know if there is one anymore. We were just in one uh, a couple weeks ago uh, during our lunch break. Uh-huh. I mean, it. I it used to be like. Huge. It used to be enormous. Absolutely. And now it was just like uh, maybe like four little, um, I don't know what you would call them, not even rows, just like sides. (laughs) Yeah, the last time I went through one, I think they had two full rows of music, and that was it. It was like I had to hunt. I'm like, where is it in the store? And they're all like greatest hits or something. Yeah, it's just, you know. um, So, okay, so the world has changed. Now, why would you want – so obviously we've seen the video game markets going that way. We're going to get on this new generation, day and date, digital and retail release. Everything's going to come out on digital release the day it's released in the stores. Mm-hmm. So if you put out a console that's future-looking, that's going to be prepared for that and, and pave a way for that, 10 years down the road – the Xbox One is, I mean, we're going to, you think about where are we going to be 10 years from now? 10 years ago, we didn't have iPhones. We didn't have Twitter and the Facebook and always online and, you know, where we are today, right? All right, yeah. So why would you want to buy a console that does only what, you know, is like the same console that was built 10 years ago? And that's what these guys were saying is like Microsoft really has a vision. They have a future. They built a box designed to take us into the future. Sony didn't, you know. And, I mean, that's kind of like my point where I've been kind of frustrated with all the negativity is that there was some really cool stuff, you know. And, yeah, did I like everything I heard? No. You know, I wasn't a fan of, of, uh, of not being able to rent games, not a fan of not being able to buy used games. But you know what? All the stuff that I would have gained out of it, would have completely negated those things. Or you get used to it after a little while, you know? And that's the way it's going to go. So the one thing I can say is Microsoft's backed off, said, okay, we're going to give you a box that is just like the one you bought 10 years ago because that's what you you idiots want. So (laughs) (laughs) I know people are mad at me. I I don't mean our listeners. I know there's people that in our community. I'm I'm out there like just screaming idiots that are, you know, in the – the Sony press booth and, oh, yeah, you know, Microsoft sucks, Sony rules just over one stupid thing. You know, I mean, the the fanboys, the true fanboys. I'm a fan of gaming, you know. I'm glad the PlayStation 4 came out. I'm glad it's going to do well. You know, I'm glad there's going to be good competition. I have no problem with that. It makes everybody's product better. But, um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's just – so those are the people I'm calling idiots, not, not our community. Right. But – um, see, now you got me off track, what I was saying. But I, at least Xbox One, I can say this about it. I know it's ready. They're prepped for the future, and they can put a dashboard out update that, bam, gives us things, or they're going to work these things in for us. What's Sony going to do? 
because they're just sitting there putting a box out that says, yep, does what the PlayStation 3 does. It only looks prettier. That's what they're giving you. And why people want to jump on board and excited about dumping $400 into something that's all it's going to do is look prettier than the last one. I just don't get that. You know, especially as nice as the games look on on PlayStation 3. Yeah. You know, it was the, you know, and when I look at what those two press conferences, Sony's like, here's some pretty looking games. Microsoft said, Hey, we've got these new hardware. We're going to HDMI in. We're going to give you this technology to to be able to search with your voice through your TV guide and your you know your 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 guide and trend what Xbox Live people are watching. You're going to be able to maybe find new shows and stuff. You know, people are like, well, TV is watching TV so old. Uh, I watch TV every day, people, and I'll guarantee 90% of our audience watches TV every day. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, so. Yeah. Why not integrate it? Why not make it work better? Why not have just, why do I have to switch the inputs? Why not just make it, bam, you turn your TV on, your Xbox, I can just say game or or TV, bam. I mean, if it works, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's designed for the future. You know, think about, and that's another thing too. Our consoles, I mean, this is the longest console life cycle we've ever had. Oh. Absolutely. You know, what were they before? Every every five years couple, there was a new console? A couple years, out. yeah, yeah. Now we're going ten years? So you can't think, well, in five years we're going to get the PlayStation 5. No, PlayStation 4 is going to be around for like ten years, just like the, three, the Xbox One. So what is it going to do ten years from now? Yes, we can upgrade it with software, but I want a company that's got their mindset of where the future's going, not going, well, let's just stick to the past. To me, that's what separates these two consoles. It's not going to change anybody's mind. You know, I'm sticking with Xbox because I love Xbox Live. I love the controller. And I, that's where I'm invested. I love the and platform. The people. And I love the games. You mm-hmm. know, uh, there's been some good games on Sony's platform, but I'm sorry. I hate the controller. I just, I, that's the big thing for me. If they had a good controller, I, I would maybe look at both. But even if I took that out, Placed Xbox is where it's at, man. But anyways, enough of that. I just, you know, I, I'm encouraged by this that we might get family sharing back. I do hope we do get it back. Um, I still would love on day one for them to say, do you want to go with the what we had planned or do you want to stick to the as you're used to plan? Because I'd say, yeah, let me go digital, buddy. You can check in every 24 hours. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I would, like, do you I want to be cool or do you want to be lame? Yeah, you want to be young and hip or you want to be old like your dad? You know, you want your grandpa's <laughs> internet or do you want your kid's internet? You know? <laughs> yeah, do you want like uh, Xfinity or do you want AOL? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want dial-up anymore. Thank you. So, oh, boy. But anyways, okay. Hopefully, Microsoft has learned. And I hope they, because that's one thing they've been knocked for. Even those guys on the bonus round were saying, you know, Microsoft just blew it and getting this information out. Uh, they thought everything that was, they, they felt like us. You know, the stuff that Microsoft revealed and talked about was amazing. It was great and is forward looking and is awesome and would benefit developers. I mean, they loved the idea of getting money back on these unused games. You know, they loved mm-hmm. that idea. And Sony just yanked that out from under them. You know? Yeah. And Microsoft had to had to go back. And that's what I told you a long time ago. If both don't do it, you won't see one do it and the other not, because it right. would be the death of one of the consoles. 
Yep. So, and that's essentially what we saw. But, that's correct. So, we may see that stuff in the future. Yeah! No, we probably definitely will. The question is when. <laughs> Sooner or later? Probably later. Yeah. When we least <laughs> expect it in some some unknown title update or dashboard update. Exactly. And then another thing is like when you, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to say, when you least expect it, will Microsoft release information to help the NSA get information on you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You are not uh, a person of interest. (laughs) Oh, I'm a person of interest, I'm sure. (laughs) You have lots of interest. Passionate. I'm a gamer. I'm a white. I own guns. I'm a conservative. Wait, yeah, you're a wife? I'm a person of white. Oh, okay. I'm a cracker. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a person of interest. I'm exactly what the government doesn't like. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, then uh, you're teaming up with the right company, according to uh, some information. That was, uh, you know, basically leaked out with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Edward Snowden. Oh, so, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the allegations basically are that Microsoft revealed all this information to the NSA so that the NSA could go in and basically compromise SkyDrive and or uh, Outlook.com, which is, uh, I think that's like the new Hotmail, isn't it? Yep. Or something like that, yeah. Which, uh, you know, basically it says that, you know, they cooperate. They cooperate with NSA. They cooperate with the government. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of looking through this uh, article, and, I mean, I don't know what the point is. You know, because it's like, all right, they cooperate with the government just like every other company. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, what's the big deal? It's, you know, they're singling out Microsoft, but every single company does the same thing. You always get, you know, the the legalese of, you know, well, you know, our lawyers review this and, you know, we only, you know, give them information when it's like a legally whatever case. Required by law or something. Yeah. Well, you know, that's all of them. Right. <laughs> All, all, that, all it's going to be is like some lawyer looks over like, yep, give them this, yep, give them this, yep. I mean, it's like they, they could just stamp it, like, give them, give them. So, you know, it's just, uh, you know, more of this uh, information that has been coming out, of, you know, about all these different companies. You know, Microsoft is wrapped up with it, just like all the other large companies out there as well, I'm sure. Well, you know, Verizon went through this recently. Google yeah. went through it recently. You know, it's just now everybody's, you know, the stories are like, oh, Microsoft is spying and they're giving your data to the government. And no, that's not the case. It's it's simply, you know, they were, the data was subpoenaed and they have to give up, you know, what's required by law. So it's just like every other company. So, yeah. you, know. you know. I think of a lot of this stuff kind of like, um, you know, when, when, you let's say get a job and you sign on, you know, with a new employer. You know, anything that you have in the corporate email servers is the property of the employer. You know, yep. it's not yours. And you know, mm-hmm. well, I, I can't say the same thing goes for internet access, but you know, when you're going through internet access, you know, they're a company internet. You know, technically, they can see whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, they can do Here. with you know, whatever they want with that information. 
well, you know, you put something on Outlook.com, you put some information out on Dropbox or whatever, well, you know, you're, it's not safe no matter where it goes. So it, it doesn't matter. None of it belongs to you. You're exactly. putting it on some company servers, you know, just like our show. Our show is not sitting on a server in Rob's house. It's sitting on an ISP. That ISP could do whatever they wanted with our stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's, they, they have yeah, it's like we don't. Yeah, it's like we don't pay our bill, and, you know, they're going to lock us out of it or, right. you know, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, some of the stuff's kind of silly. I mean, you know, you, you use a public service, not a public service, you use a service that's available to everybody, you know, technically your information's available to everybody in one form or another. You hope it's secure, but until, you know, you have your information like on a drive under your mattress or something like that or under your pillow or whatever, yep. if it's available out on somebody else's servers, it's available. <laughs> yeah, So exactly. Yeah, so, and if, I mean, you don't, if you don't own it, not the content, but you don't own where it's at, guess what? You're, that belongs to somebody else. That server, it's just like renting your car or buying your car or your house. You don't own the house till you pay it off. You know, yeah. so you don't own the server that your data is sitting on. Someone else does. Anything, you, Facebook, tw- tweeting, all that stuff, none of that's your data. Right. You know, you don't own that. Yep. <laughs> so. Isn't there, wasn't there something with Facebook? Like you put your photos up on Facebook and you're giving away rights to them or something? Yeah, remember- you got to jump through a lot of hoops to keep it all yeah. private. But, you know, there was, I remember there was a story about some lady found her picture found out one of her family photos was being used by for for a product over in Europe, you know. Yeah. You know, so it was like their family's photo was being used, and uh, you know that's what happens. And it, what kills me is the people that are complaining the most about the, this sort of thing about oh, Microsoft spying on me. They're the ones that are out there tweeting and texting and Facebooking to the world everything that they do. You know. Yeah. It's just, it's like it kills me. Because you're providing this information free of charge by your own will. Like, nobody's forcing you. Exactly. It's like you're giving out more data than Microsoft's going to give out (laughs) on a daily basis. I mean, I've seen people fired from their jobs because they friend their they friend their boss on Facebook, and six months later they call their boss, you know, something bad, and, you know, they, oh, you're on my Facebook? Whoops. Oops, that's not fair. You can't fire me. Uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, publicly defamed me, you know. Watch me, then hit that key. <laughs> Done. Done. Delete. Done with a click. So. Yeah, and, you know, I don't want to, you know, extend this non-Xbox conversation too far, but too you know, did you hear what happened with uh, Facebook not too long ago? Like, probably within the last two weeks. I don't know. About how they how they were building profiles on people. No, I didn't hear that. So what they were doing, I guess the short of it was, they were going through people's information that they were posting up on Facebook. And, you know, people allow Facebook to, you know, scan through their, like, uh, you know, Gmail or, or whatever else, Yahoo. You know, it, it can scan all the content contents of your uh, mailbox and pull all your contacts, and they were actually building relationships of people, you know, how they were related and who knew who, and they were building, um, let's see if I got this right, they were building 
like ghost profiles for people that were not yet subscribed or not subscribed that were not yet members of Facebook and the whole premise was that they wanted the information to be there when you decide to finally become a member so when you logged in for the first time it goes bam oh here it has all your married where you're working and who all your friends are and yeah, you got yeah. an instant news feed something like that yeah <laughs> that's almost scary I know, right? That's almost scary. It's funny. I'll, I'll share another non-Xbox related story with you, kind of on the same thing. This past, um, it was Friday, last Thursday, I saw a post. I got a friend of mine back in Illinois. He never's on Facebook. I don't even know why he's got a Facebook account. He just never posts on it. And um, all of a sudden it showed up that he checked in for his flight to Phoenix. And but it was like from some application or something, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not even sure if, if he realized it did it. So I'm like, sent him a message. Hey, dude, you coming to Phoenix? You know, let's hook up. And uh, so I, I saw him uh, yeah, yesterday and I was like, you kind of surprised that I knew where you were here, <laughs> you know, and I, I was talking to my wife about it. It's kind of kind of creepy in a way. I mean, if someone. You know, said to me, "Hey, I see you're, you know, in Sacramento this week." I'd be like, "Uh, how did you know I was here?" You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, does this guy never posts? He never does anything on Facebook, right? Yeah. You know, and that's how I found him. So it's it's kind of creepy. It's like you can't even hide. You know, when I take trips, I don't say anything. I wait till after I'm back. You know, right, right. It's just kind of that's the way I prefer. I don't need the world to know I'm gone. <laughs> So, I mean, if I'm going to meet up with people or something, then I'll say something. You know, I've done that, like meetups in, in Texas with some, some of the guys from the community. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, out of the blue, I just like, that's just creepy, man. But that's what Facebook is, man. It's like you can't really, once you're in it, you can't really hide if you want to. Oh, exactly. So, and you may not even realize exactly what you're posting out there when you do. You just get so used to it that before you know it, you're like, what do you mean I shared out the video of me on the toilet, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of years ago, they had an interview with, uh, I forgot the guy's name, the, the guy that was one of the guys primarily responsible for the Internet. No, it wasn't Al Gore. It was one of the real guys. And they asked him, you know, how come he's not on any of the, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and, you know, none of the social services. And he basically said, you know, I'm – I'm not going to put any information into anything that I can never get it out. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, the last thing I want to mention, and, you know, this hasn't come out. This is just my speculation where there are services now that let's say with photos, there are services now, you know, applications, you know, Facebook uh, does it, Picasa does it. Uh, or now what is it called, uh, Google Plus? Anyway, you p- upload a photo, it's got facial recognition. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll recognize, like, you know, you post a picture, let's say, of uh, your wife, and, you know, boom, it tags her with her name and everything like that. There's, uh, I forgot which service it was, but you can upload, like, 20 pictures, and it can actually tell which one is like the best picture because it actually looks at uh, somehow like who's, you know, looks for smiles and somehow like the eyes are open and they're looking at the camera. I mean, it can detect that. I mean, 
who knows what else is out there for data mining because yeah. you can have a photo out there and this software, I mean, it can scan an image in probably just mere seconds and it can scan the image and probably pick out stuff out of the background and build like a whole profile for you, like even for advertisements. It's like, hey, you know, there's a lot of pictures and, you know, there's uh, the Girl Scout uh, candy bars, you know, in the background all the time. So, you know, we'll start targeting, you know, Nestle ads or something mm-hmm. towards them. You know, I'm, conv- you know, that day will come for sure. The question oh, yeah. is, is it here yet? Yeah, it'll Xbox One with Connect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like, oh. Mark needs new underwear. <laughs> Here, that's buy Hanes. True. Buy Hanes. That's true. <laughs> Get a towel. Here's a robe. Put something on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, got, for sure. You got a little fruit hanging out of the loom. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on on that note. Mad <laughs> okay, Max. It's all tired and beat Mad up. Max, uh, the game, uh, we they released a, tra- a trailer. Debut gameplay trailer was released today. And I don't know if you saw it, Rob, but, uh, you know, I watched it. It really didn't, you know, they say it was gameplay, but it didn't show me how the game was played. It was just more of like, okay, maybe it was in-game cutscene, more or less. That's all it looked like was cutscene. But the one thing I noticed that I, that struck out to me is that this game's coming out on the PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. The video that they showed... Like, the dude's face looked really good, and, you know, he had the beard and the scruff and scars and stuff. But, like, when the cars were driving, and I'm like, they they looked very blah. Not not a lot of detail to them. And I was just kind of like, okay, so is it just, like, people's faces that are going to be nice, and then everything else is going to look like garbage in this game? Um, it just, it, the game didn't impress me from what I saw. Um and I'm just kind of like, is that going to be, you know, what's our next gen? So then I wondered, is this game being shown? Is it on a PlayStation 4 or 3 or Xbox One or 360? What, what is it we're seeing? You know, which platform is this from? So, you know, the the videos, the still images look good. But when I watched the actual video, I was just like, you know, so, quote, gameplay, I'm like, this, isn't, this doesn't look that great. <laughs> so I was kind of surprised. Wow. But... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I saw the the still of the video, and I mean it looked okay. You know, but I guess that's not the case. Yeah, I just um, you know maybe because you know it is new new hardware, mm-hmm. and if it's coming off of uh, the new hardware, I mean, it's just probably going to be a year before we get some really stellar, excuse me, stellar stuff from third parties, but. You know, we'll we'll see. I just I just wasn't really that impressed, and I hate when they say gameplay trailer, but they don't actually show anybody playing the game. It's yeah. more cutscene look, and so I was like, okay, it makes me feel they're hiding something. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. All right, but that's it. So uh, September nineteenth, mark that date on your calendar because Angry Birds Star Wars Two is going to be out. Yeah. Are you excited for this? Crappy game? I'm, I'll probably play it, but I'm not, like, excited. Excuse me. I don't need to mark my calendar. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I'm sure this thing will be out on all different sorts of consoles and phones and, uh, like, Roku and who knows what else. So uh, September 19th 
if you haven't had enough of your Angry Birds, you can get another, yet another flavor of it. Yeah, but but what makes this so different? What makes this oh. version of Angry Birds so different than the others? Well, it's got to be all, a catch. They're all to me. They're all not fun, so <laughs> that's one thing that's common between them all. Oh, there's something very different yeah, about this th- one. That is, uh, the, the, you are correct, sir. You are correct. You won't let me, uh, you know, bury this under the carpet. Nope. So, uh, Angry Birds will now have telepods. What are telepods, you ask? What are they're, telepods, Rob? Yes. They're devices that allow players to transport their physical toy into the game. <laughs> wow. We had to know this was coming. Yeah. So, they use an example of, uh, Skylander, they call it, uh, Angry Birds. Yep. I wonder if Activision, see, they should have, I wonder if they patented the ability to do this. Or is Activision going to go, because, you know, Skylanders came out first with this ability to take a toy and put that character into the game and all the stats and all that. I'm waiting for them to go after Disney and now whoever makes Angry Birds. These companies for patent infringement. Because <laughs> we've seen it with like, oh, you're using a headset? Well, we patented it a long time ago, getting your voice on the internet, and Xbox is doing that now, so, and you know, we got to sue them. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, over stupid stuff's like, you know, so this this seems a little bit more, you know, because you know these patents are generic, a way to take a toy, physical toy, and transform it into the digital world, you know, so I can just see Activision a few years from now suing all these companies for patent infringement. <laughs> I can see it. I'm yeah. calling it now. You I mean, know. I was looking at, I was looking at uh, the video, the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it. You know, it's kind of along the lines of Skylanders, you know, but I, you know, when I first read it, I'm like, you know, you can take anything you want, but you can't. It's a certain set of them. Yeah. Yeah, you put a, they got like, uh, looking at the video, there's like a little Yoda dude. You put him on this little pedestal and then like you touch it uh, somewhere on, it's an iPad or, of some sorts. Does iPad have near field? Mm, I don't believe so. No? I wonder how it does. Could be wrong. Maybe the iPad 3 does. Yeah, because you put it on a pedestal and it just puts it on the edge of the case. So it must do something to to pull that information, read some kind of RFID. Okay. So, Angry Birds, September 19th. Angry Birds of Skylanders edition. Yeah, we'll get it. <laughs> All right, so Rob, are you um are you a fan of Far Cry? You know, I, I played the original, and I really haven't played any of the other ones since. You know, it just oh, I think kinda... they're, they're making the original. I think I saw recently they're bringing the original to Xbox 360. Yeah. So yeah. You know, like redone graphics and everything and engine. I, you know, I can't comment a whole lot. I I saw it briefly somewhere. I think it was on vacation, so I didn't get to read the whole story. I just remember reading something about it. So I think it's, it's, there's like a Far Cry, you know, reboot or anniversary edition, whatever, something like that coming. 
So, because that was a PC, I think a PC only title. Yeah, initially, right. Yeah, so they're going to bring it to the consoles now. Because I think it was, uh, I think it was the first, the, like the first uh, game that used that uh, what CryEngine or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think that. I think you're right. I think Crisis came out after that. Yeah, because I mean, I remember it. I mean, it looked beautiful, but it was kind of lame. <laughs> I look good. I think, if I recall, I liked it. It looks fantastic, it. yeah. Because I remember driving around in a Jeep of some kind, and then you see guys up on like a watchtower. It was all like <laughs> on a like Pacific Island. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah. The graphic, the graphics were fantastic, but I think oh, the yeah. gameplay was lacking. That was all. And I've heard so many good things about Far Cry Three. It's it's one of those where, you know, I wouldn't mind trying it, but. You know, I won't it's a, it's a long it game. Out. Yeah, it's a long game. Far Cry 3 is kind of a nice mix of open world, first person shooter. You know, I think it had a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty decent. I mean, I enjoyed it. A lot of people loved it. But Ubisoft is saying that um, they, they said uh, uh, Ubisoft will pursue a sequel to Far Cry 3, according to Senior VP of Marketing and Sales, Tony Key. Uh, he said, it's a great brand, and now it's got the recognition it deserves, so we're clearly going to make another one. More on that soon. Um, so that recognition is coming from the combined retail and digital sales in a tune of $6 million as of May. Hmm. So this is one of uh, Ubisoft's top recent performers, alongside Assassin's Creed 3 and Just Dance 4. So, Okay. Yeah, so more Far Cry. Far Cry 4 will be coming. Yeah, and speaking of Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2 is going to be... uh, I can't talk here. Uh, This this news has me all discombobulated. (laughs) Discombobulated? Nice. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Assassin's Creed 2... Is going to be free ninety nine on Xbox Live uh, for gold members starting probably if you're hearing this and it's in July if you're hearing this episode and it's in July it is free right what Assassin's Creed two yeah it free. is free if you for free. anybody listening to this show That's and it a gold is July member. that is a gold member that yep. is correct correct so that means go get it. You got two weeks. Yes. Yep. So now, even if somebody played it and they have the media, it's still worth getting it, isn't it? Because isn't the digital download different? I don't think so. It's just still the retail game. It's just this. I don't plan to grab it. I've got but, the retail disc. It's it's not yeah, going to include any DLC or anything. Right, but if you have the digital version, then you can just download it, and you need the, you don't need the disc anymore. Right. Well, I already beat the game fully 1,000. Why would I need to download it? No, but if you wanted to. But I don't want to. All it's going to do is take up space on my hard drive, which is already almost out of space to begin with. Well, you don't have to download it. Then I won't. Just buy it. Stop making me try to do something, (laughs) Rob. You big old meanie. You just don't understand. You don't understand. (laughs) You're passing up 20 bucks. No, I'm not. It's not a $20 savings if you already own the game and it takes what if, space on your drive. What if like three weeks from now or three months from now, 
all of a sudden you have a hankering to play some Assassin's Creed 2 because you love the Assassin's Creed 3 so much. Okay, you want to play 2, but you can't find your disc. You're going to be like, what was I thinking? I, I should have grabbed Assassin's Creed 2 while, when Rob told me to. But now I have to pay $20. Whatever. Okay. Moving on. Just get it. <laughs> now, everybody except for Mark. Just go ahead and, and download it. Whatever. Okay, so we're moving on. Um, Diablo 3, Rob, have you played this game? Yes. Do you like the game? It's no Torchlight. It's no Torchlight. So do you think it's, is it worth 60 bucks? No. No? Get Torchlight. So you probably won't be buying the Diablo 3 version uh, for your Xbox 360 when it comes I out? I got the PC version, and I don't play it because it just bugs me because it's not Torchlight. <laughs> and I'm not, being, I'm not like trying to be funny either. I mean, Torchlight ruined this game for me because Torchlight is, I think, vastly superior. Just to, you know, because you played Torchlight, right? Loved it. Yeah, yeah, I played it on PC, and then I got it on the Xbox, and I yeah. I completed the Xbox version. I thought it was better than the PC version. Oh, but, really? Uh, really? Yeah, I, I liked it. I think they did a lot of improvements. So, but oh, I'm wow. not. Uh, I tried the Diablo three beta or not beta. I think their demo or whatever they had. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've never I never bought it. It was fun, but. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, they had a lot of problems with it at launch and yeah. the whole being online type of thing and just kind of yeah. messed up this game. So. Oh, absolutely. But uh, and it's the fact. And the thing, too, is Torchlight had the animal. Yep. And that, for that me, was the was beauty huge. part. Yes. Right. I mean, that was if Diablo had a pet where you could send it to town to get your stuff or to sell stuff. That would make the game more playable because I it it just irks me to no end to you know have my entire inventory full and there, there's something in me that says I can't just drop it. <laughs> I need no. to cash it in. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just go and I sell it all anyway. But you know, just the fact that you could give it to your pet and then send it to town and then it's back like two minutes later. I mean, that was that was. That was like the one thing that made Torchlight fantastic. It's a great game as it is, but it made it fantastic. So, okay, well, anyways. <laughs> okay, back, the story's about Diablo, not Torchlight. Back to my story, yeah. Thanks for the side note there, Rob. But yeah. um, i got to click back through my pictures. Diablo 3 is going to be on Xbox One and PlayStation 4, but not until 2014. So... The game is coming out on, on Xbox 360 here on September 9th, but uh, the Diablo team said that they just received their new console generation development kits, and so the translation of those platforms is, has not been done, and um, so they're looking at that it won't come out until 2014 mm. for for Diablo 3 on those platforms. So I think if you want Diablo 3, you know, you're going to want to probably get it on the 360 and... Uh, just go with that. That does come out September 9th. I kind of want to buy it. I got it at my Gamefly, Rob, and I might just get it there and and then maybe keep it from Gamefly. Yeah. But uh, I, I do want to try it out. So we'll see what happens. But I, I liked Torchlight, and I'd love to play another game like that on my Xbox, and this is the only one that's going to be available. So 
I wonder if Torchlight 2 is going to come out on Xbox. I would hope so. I believe that the uh, the game did very good, I thought, on uh, Xbox Live. Yeah, the original did. Isn't that Runic Games? Uh, I believe that's correct, yes. And it is. So we'll have to we'll have to see. Because right now it's available on PC. Did you buy the PC version? Um, I did like not. Two? No, not yet. Okay. I will at, at some point. Yeah, I'm. I didn't either because I'm kind of holding out, hoping that someday that they will put this out on Xbox. Yeah, and Torchlight Two came out a year ago, almost. Yeah, I think Just it came out like uh, right before. Right End of before, August. Right. Yeah. Ooh, if you do want to buy Torchlight Two for PC, it's right now. It's half price. Um, it's a summer sale through July twenty second. 2013 at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You can get it for 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. So, if you do want it for PC, get Torchlight 2 for $10. That, dude, I wish I hadn't looked this up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I might have to do that. You download the demo. No, because then I I will then I will then be buying it. I know it. I know that. So surprised it's not on Steam. So, but anyways, um, so just keep that in mind. Diablo 3 is coming out this September 360 and in 2014 for Xbox One. Yeah. So, I wonder since they'll have, think about it for our achievement people, if there's a 360 version and it's a whole year later for the Xbox One version, I wonder if they'll be able to double up the achievements. Hmm. I wonder if that'll be that way for all the games. Yeah. I wonder if you can get stacking achievements if you play the same game on both consoles. I wonder how that works. If it'll recognize it as the game and not let you double stack the achievements, or will it actually let you do it? Oh, yeah. So, we'll have to see. That'll be cool. I know our achievement people probably enjoy that. Oh, yeah. So, but anyways, that's it for Diablo 3. That was our final story, unless, Rob, unless you had something. Um, there, no. <laughs> no, there was something I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was now. Okay. Oh yeah, they do have it on Tor- uh, Torchlight Two is on Steam for ten bucks also. Oh boy. That's that's probably why uh, they had it on their site. I mean, they got some fantastic prices on this Steam sale that they got going on. I mean, some really good games for like dirt cheap. They got Fallout 3 for $5. You can get that. Wow. That's a lot of gaming for 5 bucks. They got Fallout New Vegas for 5 bucks. Max Payne 3 is 10 bucks. The new Deus Ex is $3. That's insane. Human Revolution. Then there's a Deus Ex collection for 6 bucks. I don't Castle know how Steam, Steam. how Steam does all that stuff and gets away with such cheap prices. I don't know. Wish Microsoft could do that. Yeah, they there's have no some, cost. They have some pretty decent sales, but yeah. you know, you never see them that cheap. <laughs> yeah, Portal 2 is 2 bucks. I mean, Borderlands 2 is 20 You know, That's, I guess, PC version. Hmm. All right. Well, so we got the Steam sale, yeah. so if you're on Steam, be sure to check it out. Yeah, uh, for sure. 
And if you want to join our community, look for us on Facebook. Uh, we are in This Xbox Life is the name of our group. Uh, we'd be happy to have you there. There's a bunch of people chatting and talking about different things and ga- you know joining up to play games, knock out achievements, playing co-op together. Um, if you you know if you're just looking for a good group of people to play with, uh, join the community. That um, everybody I've played with in our group has uh, been fantastic people. So so always enjoyed that. Uh, you can reach us uh, through email, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Look for us on Twitter, and you can send us a voicemail if you so wish to. So, Rob, I think we actually have some releases coming out this week. Uh, I believe you are correct, sir. Let's see. What were they? Because I just accidentally over-scrolled my page. Warriors 8. This is a tactical action game that allows the stories of the kingdoms of Wei, Wu, Shu, and Jin. Oh, that was different people. I thought it was all (laughs) like one name. Wei, Wu, Shu, and Jin through the actions of historical, military, and political figures of the times as they fight to gain control over three kingdoms of China. Yeah. Then on July 17th, there's RIPD, the game, or Ripped, the game. It's a two-person co-op shooter where players uh, take up their holsters of two lawmen dispatched to the other worlds to protect and serve the living from the increasingly destructive array of souls who refuse to move peacefully to the other side. All right, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll pass. Then uh, Serious Sam Collection. Hmm. Yeah, I've Interesting. got or Serious Sam. I've got Serious Sam. The first and second encounter. Never played the second encounter. Never was able to complete the first encounter. If anybody has the first and second encounter, you can play these co-op. Uh, hit me up. I've been waiting, been trying to find someone to play co-op on those games. So um, hit me up, and I'll do those with you. So okay. And then uh, Turbo Super Stunt Squad. I'm assuming this is uh, Turbo, that like snail movie that's coming out or whatever. Yeah, it's the Disney tie-in. Yeah, uh, so a super stunt squad is high velocity. How is it high velocity with snails? Because uh, he's turbocharged, man. Yeah, light you know, shadow. I, I used to have turbo snails in my uh, aquarium. They were huge. <laughs> anyway, uh, it features a supercharged shadow. crew of characters from the upcoming DreamWorks animated film Turbo. White shadow. And I'm sure if you've got, uh, you know, kids under the age of 10, you will surely have some form of turbo toys. Yep. Coming up soon. Yep. And planes. Well, for boys. Planes, dude. I'm all over that movie. Yeah. That does Can't look wait. good. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. So that's it, right? That is all. That is all, my friend. We're going to go into our Walking Dead 400 Days spoiler cast, if there's much of it, because I really don't remember much of it, to be honest with you. Oh, it'll all come back to you. It kind of says a lot for that game. Um, but whoa. Uh, whoa. That's spoiler. That's, That's spoiler. spoiler for the spoiler well, It cast. was short. But anyways, That's, so yeah. okay. if you don't want to hear the spoiler cast, go ahead and sign off now and be sure to check back next week. Um, but if you do, have already played it or you don't care about spoilers, uh, continue listening. Rob and I will talk about Walking Dead 400 days. All right. Dun, dun, I leave it up to you, Rob. What? Because I don't remember. It it is bad. It was a week ago. 
And I okay. really don't remember the game. <laughs> okay. Spoiler cast officially beginning. <laughs> you have been warned. Leave now or forever hold your anger for That's having right. the game spoiled. Okay, so I don't know if you remember, but when I was talking about it uh, last show, I had mentioned that Actually, I don't, I don't think I gave the full details on it, but I had three achievements to go in this game. And it felt like it just flew by, which, I mean, could be the sign of a, a good game. But, I mean, this was not a lot of time whatsoever. And, you know, I, I finished up the last three achievements today, and it took me probably 10, minutes, 10, 15 minutes tops. So this game is easily probably less than two hours. Easy. It was would, an hour and a half. I had an hour and a half, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I was really surprised. And initially I had such a problem with the game because, you know, I had become so, you know, emotionally invested in, like, Clementine and and Lee and and all those characters that, you know, I couldn't connect with these new characters. And what made it a little worse for me on top of that was that, um, you know, uh, if you're not familiar with the game and you're just listening to the spoiler cast anyway, what happens in the game is there's this billboard of people's faces and you choose these people and you play a short segment with uh, you being the character that you just chose. So it's essentially five different storylines that eventually come together at the end. Would you say that's accurate? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, even these new characters, you really don't build any kind of connection with them whatsoever. No, and don't. it's just, I mean, it's literally like just going through the motions and a lot of the, actually, I think pretty much most of them really didn't give you too many decisions. It was more watching what was going on. Um, you know, they were all a little different, which I guess was kind of cool. You know, there was... Uh, um, do you want to talk about all these? Sure. Okay. So, okay. So there was one, I forgot the guy's name. Was it, it might've been Vince or something, but he was in a prison bus. Can you remember that yep. one? Yep. Okay. So it was a prison bus and he was sitting in the middle. He had a guy sitting in the bench in front of him. You know, it's bench seats, like yeah. school bus type one of thing. Behind him. Yeah. And one behind him and they were all shackled together and you know, the chain went through, you know, little holder guys in the floor. Right. So, I mean, the whole beginning was these guys just talking. Yeah. And, you know, one guy was kind of jerky and, you know, the others were, or the other guy was a little nicer. And, you know, it was just trash talking for, to me, it seemed like it went on forever. And then, you know, eventually, you know, zombies break in and, and then you have to make a tough decision. I guess with each one of these segments, Towards the end, there is one tough decision that you have to make. I guess. Oh, yeah. So in the one with the – so the zombies come in, and you have to try to escape. So what you wind up doing is you shoot a guy's foot off. Mm Mm-hmm. Repeatedly. (laughs) Yeah, so that you can get the chain out. Yeah. You know, because – you get a gun. I don't. I don't remember what kind of gun it was. It was but a shotgun. A shotgun. Yeah. yeah. So you shoot it, and then of course one shot isn't enough. So you have to shoot it again, and again. <laughs> it was kind of like in the original. With I don't know. Can we talk about the original one? Sure. All right. With Lee cutting his hand off. Yeah. 
you know, it wasn't enough to like just do like one clean cut. It had to do it over and over. <laughs> so same thing with with the shotgun. You had to shoot his foot off like three, four times before it finally happened, and then that segment was over. Yeah, I mean, I think that overall you got like the game is an hour and a half. And you mm-hmm. play as five different characters. So you're going through five different stories in 90 minutes. I mean, that mm-hmm. equates out to, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, right about. Per story. There's no time to get to know who these are. And it's like, after I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing with this Vince. And it's like, oh, I afterwards I was like, ooh, I think I shot the wrong guy. You know, I probably should have shot the other guy. It was, Who'd you, you know, shoot? I shot the guy in the back who I think was the nicer guy. Was behind you? <laughs> yeah. No, I thought the dude in front was nicer. I thought the no on my game it was the guy in front was kind of the jerk. Oh, because I had the dude in the back was the one who was like trash talking. He wasn't remorseful for anything. Oh, maybe then the maybe, guy, then I, maybe that's the guy I took. I don't. I yeah, the guy in the front was like, you have to help him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I took the guy in the back. I shot the guy yeah. in the front. Yeah, I I took the like for some reason, and I'm like, why did I do that? I think I just hosed myself. <laughs> But yeah. I, it's like I wasn't even paying attention to it, really. I was like, uh, it just it didn't, I don't know, the game didn't grab me like all the others. Yeah, and, I agree. You know, when you're first starting, you're staring at a, like that bulletin board, and it's just people, and you finally realize, oh, I'm supposed to select one of these. And I didn't start with him. But uh, I, I accidentally clicked on Bonnie, and I'm that's like. That's where I started. Yeah, and then I, I, then I actually, like, rebooted my Xbox or I, I exited out of it, I'm like, I don't want to play as her. <laughs> well, you had to play as all of them. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't know what was going on initially. And I'm like, I don't want to play as, as her. She's like getting hit on by this dude. <laughs> right. So, so it's, it's just, I don't know, the game. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's talk about much. a couple of other ones okay. first. So then there was the one with Russell, which is a little kid. Mm-hmm. Well, the boy, the little boy, because there's a right. little girl also. And he's walking down a road, and he gets picked up by a dude in a pickup truck who's kind of nutty. It's like you really don't kind know what's going on. Okay, he's very nutty. That dude is whacked. Yeah, he's like, you know, being very inappropriate <laughs> with the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, like, pushing the lines. You know, it really reminds like, what they did with this one was... It was like trying to be offensive on purpose. He yeah, was, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. he was even. I think didn't he make some uh, racist comments too? Oh, I think there was some racist comments in this game, if I recall. Yeah. This DLC, and it kind of shocked me. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. So you know, he goes, and they go up to a truck stop, where they start getting shot at, and then your mission there is to try to get into the into the truck stop. Mm-hmm. And then the hard decision there is there's uh, an old couple in there and the old guy's saying like, you're back. He's talking to, I think his name was Nate. His name was, I think it was oh, Nate. Okay. Or anyway, whatever his name was, the dude in the pickup truck. So he, you know, the old guy's saying, Oh, you're back, you know, and you don't have your mask. And, and Russell's asking, you know, like, Oh, you know, You've been here before, and he's denying it. And then it comes down to, you know, he wants to kill the people and take all their stuff. And your decision is basically 
do you leave or do you stay for that? Right. Then there was the girl, Bonnie. So she was hooked up with, uh, uh, I think it was a husband and wife, uh, you know, older than her. And she was kind of flirting with the old, with the, with the guy and the wife comes in and she's got some kind of package or backpack or something that she found her backpack. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, ultimately they start getting chased and then Bonnie is trying to run away in a cornfield. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, that was annoying. Okay, there was one spot where she hides, I think, behind a tractor or something. Yep. Or something. Right, yeah, at the end. I accidentally died over there uh, one time because uh, I wasn't prepared for the person coming up, up to oh. me. D- did you die did there? That person, did, so the person that came up to you, did they shoot you? Yeah, they kill you. Oh, see, no, I didn't. I shot. I thought it was, and, you know, of course, I thought it was a bad guy, one of the people chasing me. It turns out it was that lady that was with you and the old guy. Yeah, because um, she, so she was up coming up. Her. Yeah. She, she was coming up and, I mean, killed me. So I guess she had no choice but to shoot her. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I forgot what happened with her towards the end. I know she ran away somehow. She she left with uh, yeah. She took off. I think yeah. that's what I did. Is I took off. Yeah, absolutely. Because didn't he? Didn't the old guy stay there with his wife? Yeah, something like that. So, but yeah, see again, it's it's not it's not very memorable. That's I yeah. think the whole part of this DLC. It's like okay, I only played it a week ago and I don't remember it. Oh yeah. I didn't then, even remember to put it in my my played games. I know, I right? I forgot, you know. It's just... and, and then there was then there was Shell, mm-hmm. and this one I really don't remember much. I just remember something about you know, I think it was uh, Shell's younger sister or something. Right. She was playing a guitar. Yep. And I really don't remember much beyond that. She, and she ends up as me. Let's see, my character. I ended up. Having oh, to yeah, kill yeah. some lady in the group because she was stealing, she took a bunch of stuff and was trying to get out. So was I, it a lady? Yeah, it was a lady. It was one of the other women. Oh, the that was at the end because initially they had a guy that they caught. He was trying to steal stuff. Right. And then and the then decision you, was: do you let him go or do you kill him? And I let him go. Yeah, I did too. And then the guy was like, the other guy's like, we're just going to come back. You know, we can't just be nice to everybody. And then that, then the, later on, someone in the group was trying to take stuff. So they said, you know, we got to, we got to kill her. So yeah. like and, Shell had to do it. And uh, there were some repercussions to letting the guy go. Cause I guess they came back and they killed one or two of the characters. Because yeah. initially it was two people wanted him dead and two people wanted him to to go, and so you were the swing vote. Right. And I don't know if you remember, but they made mention to Vern. Was it Vern? In, in the first one, who was uh, who were the group of people that were in the um, they were in like the bottom of the hospital in the morgue, and they wound up stealing the boat. Okay. Yeah. Was it Vern? Uh, I think that sounds right. Yeah. So they made mention to the I missed, characters in I the missed first that one. one. 
I missed that. Yeah, it was it was something about you know they like Vern and you know he took the boat. You know they helped steal the boat from those other people. So those other people were the characters in season one. Okay. And then there was one more person. Do you remember who it was? Wyatt, when he was in the car, they were driving Wyatt. through. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, you so play Wyatt rock, and his paper, buddy. Scissors. Yeah. And play rock every time because there's an achievement to win the rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Also, when you're playing as Russell, the very first decision you make when you're walking along the highway is to either stand your ground or hide in the bush. Make sure you hide in the bush because there's an achievement if you jump in the bush. Oh, really? Yep. And that's what I didn't like either. All the other uh, Walking Dead games, all the, all the achievements are just tied into as you went along. This game, this DLC, actually had two missable achievements. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. so if you didn't win Rock, Paper, Scissors, then you lost an achievement there. So you have to go back and play Wyatt's story and go through that whole thing till you get to that point. And Russell's easy. You just load up Russell's story, and it's the very first decision. You just jump in the thing, and you, yeah. you see a dead body. So, But... Uh, Gives you that achievement, but yeah, there yeah. there was missable achievements which I really didn't like in this type of story. What's up with that? So I hope that this isn't something they're going to plan on doing in part two because yeah. this game should be focused on. I like that I can play the game and I know if I'm just playing through, I can play it for the story and I know I'm going to get all the achievements. Now I'm going to have to look at the achievements, going okay during this part I got to make this decision. You know, it's like I have to know ahead of time and it's going to ruin the story. So. Or you go back and play stuff, but I mean, thankfully these were real short, real short missions. But I'd hate to have to do that through the regular season two, where they're three hours long. Right, right. You know, so I, I hope that is different. But so yeah, Wyatt, so, you, you go out into the yeah, you can talk about the guy Wyatt and his buddy. Yeah, so they're they're running from somebody or something. They're being chased by that wacko in the truck. Yeah, it's, uh, I was wondering about Russell, that. The guy that picked up Russell. Yep. <laughs> that was the same truck. Yeah. I mean, I was wondering about that because I played Russell last, and uh, I wondered if that was the connection in there. So, yeah, they're they're running, and uh, they're driving this, like, itty-bitty little, looked like a gremlin or something. But, you know, they're in this car, and they eventually get stuck, don't they? They, they like, go off the road. And they get stuck, and here it's kind of fuzzy. Uh, the hard decision there eventually is, oh, and, you know, Nate comes back. Let's say it is Nate. Nate comes back, and the hard decision there is do you drive off or do you try to, because your buddy's out of the car, do you drive off or do you try to stay? I drove off. I got out of the car, yeah, because I didn't win Rock, Paper, Scissors, so I had to get out of the car. And oh. he drove off without me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So then, after this, uh, there was a final um, session. So this one is um, a girl named Tavia. So, and, and this was kind of interesting. It was probably the more interesting of the bunch where she goes around and she collects people to bring them back to some kind of community. And she says that she found some people. And of course the people that she found were all of the people from, you know, the five uh, stories that you played earlier. 
and you're going through, you know, she, she goes up to them and she talks to them. She wants to recruit them back to her, their community. You know, they don't know if they should trust her or whatnot or, or what's going on with the community. And you're basically trying to convince these people to come with you. And ultimately, certain people come with you and certain people stay. So here's the big question for you, Mark. Who came with you? I two people stayed behind, and I couldn't tell you who they were. I don't remember. Because I had the two, so I, I think it was it, Russell stayed back. Okay. Um, I think it was Russell and. Because uh, I had maybe Vince. So so they they split it. So at the top part of the screen was who came with Tavia, and then the bottom was who stayed. So at the top, I had the two on the left, which were, uh, oh, what's his face? You just mentioned his name, uh, Russell. Wyatt, Wyatt. No, not, no, Russell's the kid. Wyatt. So I, yeah, I had Wyatt and I had Bonnie. The rest, Shell, um, Vince, and Russell, they stayed. So you don't you don't remember? No, I don't. I mean that's that's wow, that's memorable for you, man. It it I was really disappointed. It it was not a fun time. I don't remember it. It wasn't memorable. The characters weren't memorable. It was just like, wow, what a waste of time. I I was really disappointing. It really was. Mm -hmm. Um, I was still by the season two because I'll you know it'll be a lot better. It'll be on par with like what we had, and this was just some kind of little filler thing. But to me, this was just a waste of time. Yeah. It it really felt. It was really disappointing. I. That's just kind of a shame. So. So um, a little bit ago, you sent me a wiki that had some information, and there's some interesting uh, stuff in here. So I'll, I'll read this real quick. So there's some season one choices that show up in this game. Did you see this? Um, no, I did not. So depending on the player's choice in season one of saving Doug or Carly, the saved one will appear as a rotten corpse in the Road and Russell story. So that's interesting. Who so whoever, whoever you saved, because you remember there was Carly and Doug. <laughs> Dude, and then I'd, that's I'd, where Carly you know. got shot. Right. I do remember. Yeah, and that's what yeah, I was trying to remember. By the side of the road. By the side of the road. I was trying to remember who it was, you know. So Doug so. is the, the high school kid, I think. And then Carly was that girl. Okay. It was kind of sweet on Lee. <laughs> so, anyway. And then in Shell's story, the cancer patients. Uh, mentioned to the group about stealing Kenny's boat in episode five, depending on who and if you let anyone guard the boat, they'll mention them by their features. For example, we took the boat from the teenage kid at gunpoint. Oh, that if you left Ben guard the boat. So that's Ben. Ben was the teenage kid. Also, if Lee threatened Vernon when they first met in episode four, he is mentioned by Clive about his remark to Vernon not being able to shoot him. Clive states that if Lee had said that to him, he would have shot him. Alrighty. 
And then there's a bunch of, I, I don't even know how they do this, but there's a bunch of uh, goofs and errors in this thing and glitches. How do they find this stuff? I don't know. People that have more time than I do. <laughs> and I got a lot of time, so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's uh, Walking Dead. 400 days. You know, I, I got to kind of reiterate your sentiments about it. I mean, it was, you know, I was pretty excited. I was expecting more of the same, you know, from before. And, you know, we got Walking Dead, but it wasn't more of the same. It was a lot lighter. Um, I all, I was actually thinking about how these might have been like plot points that they had left over from the, you know, first season, you know, that they didn't use. And they just cobbled it together just, you know, to get five more bucks out of people. I, you know, could be. <laughs> it, uh... Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. <laughs> it just, it just, it didn't feel like this one was just disappointing. It just felt yeah. like, yeah, it was a quick money grab, if anything. I mean... You know, it was only five bucks, but I mean, I paid five dollars for a three-hour in-depth, awesome episode before. Now I paid the same price, and I got a, a ninety-minute mishmash of all these different people that I just at the end I had no idea. I'm like, whatever. So let me ask you the all-important question about this game. Okay. Okay. So you have uh, four hundred days, and you have a McRib. Both have similar value. Which one would you take? <laughs> the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I would. Um, I don't know. It's like it. Yeah, four hundred days would last about eighty-five minutes longer. But ninety-five minutes later, I'd still be sitting here patting my belly, going, mm, "I can still taste the barbecue sauce, and it was delicious." <laughs> Where I'd be like, "What was that I just played?" Yeah. You know, I mean, it was. It just wasn't memorable, and that's the big thing. It just really, wow. It was just. Uh, it was not up to the standards of what they've done before. So. Yeah. But hey, no, it I, is what I know. It is. Yeah, I know what you're saying because I remember when the game ended, I was kind of like, huh. You know, kind of like a little surprised, almost. It's like you know, this is it, huh? And at the same time, I was almost relieved it was over. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, I was like going okay, through good, Tavia's story. It's like you know, okay, okay, it's going to end now. Oh, they're going to ask another question. Okay, I got to sit through some more. Oh, there's another question. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, you know, we got our introduction to these characters, and you know, we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see how episode two, or season two is. You know, I gotta say, you know, I'm sure it's gonna be the same characters in season two, and it's not gonna stop me from buying it. I'll still get it. But, I, uh, same here, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. so a little disappointing, but oh well. Yeah, I mean, if you're into the game, I'd still get it just because this decisions you made will carry over somehow into the other game. But you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll I probably need to play it again so that it would be uh, a little bit more memorable. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I think right, that's, so it, that's it. Yay! Yep, yep, yep. Woo-hoo. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Cool. Well, that's all.
then I'm I'm taking off, Rob. I'm out of here. I'm gone. All right, dude. Me too. I, I I'm actually downloading Torchlight 2 demo on Steam. So uh, <laughs> I don't, I might not get to Red Dead Redemption tonight, but I will get the Torchlight demo. So nice. I better find ten bucks. Um. Anyways, I will talk to you later, Rob. Talk to all the community later. This is Wingman 709 taking off. This is Rob, also known as Presar. Catch y'all later. Thanks for listening, everybody.